Hello, and welcome to Portroidcast, episode 22. As always, I'm Rick. On this edition of the podcast, I interview the incredible actor James Cromwell. He was in Denver for the Stars Denver Film Festival, where he received the Mayor's Career Achievement Award and had two film screening, A Year in Mooring and The Artist. He also took time to visit Occupy Denver while in town. Before the interview, I took a portrait of him, and he told me about being part of the 20 by 20 Polaroid Project in association with the Tribeca Film Festival. That was very cool. Uh, after the interview, and in honor of his black and white film, The Artist, I took a second portrait on the Impossible Project's black frame silver shade film, and it turned out beautifully. You can see it on my website, portroids.com. Without further ado, here's my interview with actor and activist James Cromwell. Enjoy. All right, let's begin. Yeah. Uh, so I'm here at the Stars Denver Film Festival, James Cromwell, uh, the recipient of the Mayor's Career Achievement Award. Congratulations for that. Uh, very well deserved. And uh, obviously, thank you for taking the time to meet with me today. Uh, you've played many characters, varying types of men, including politicians, clergy, the everyman, wardens, corrupt law enforcement, farmers, um, always strong characters which, which you play with great gravitas. What draws you to those roles? Uh, the story. Um, I like good stories. I think s- stories, we tell stories to each other um, because that's what makes us human. Um, so a good story has something to communicate uh, rather than just the plot. It has some, the narrative. And the narrative is how we as human beings relate to, the, to what happens in the plot. So uh, a good story a character that I can identify with, um, that I think uh, in the playing has something to say, um, uh, that's not just there uh, to uh, support the leading actor uh, um, and without any other function or, or redeeming quality. Um, and um, that the film has something to say um, on its own. Right. And um, you've been acting in television and film for almost forty years. Uh, nominated for an Academy Award, over SAG forty Awards. years. Now, yeah. uh, over in oh, excellent. Not in film and television, but but you've been acting. Yes. Acting. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, More like fifty. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you've been nominated for an Academy Award, SAG Awards, Emmys, and uh, you're known to so many people for so many different things. Uh, you know, you were on All in the Family, you were in Revenge of the Nerds, uh, Babe, L.A. Confidential, Six Feet Under, where you had an excellent arc on that show. Um, and the one that my wife and I always call out whenever we see you in something, which is Harv in uh, Little House on the Prairie. You know, it's just one of those things that sticks in your mind. Oh, that, that's the guy. Uh, what have you found that you are most recognized for, or is it a combination of all things, of all the things you've done? I think, it, I think that's it. I think... Uh, um People who recognize me and know that I'm an actor and that I've been in the film, they usually say, I really like your work. So they recognize that I do a job uh, and they're not not, uh, acknowledging me for being a celebrity or Mm -hmm. a movie star, which I always insist I am not. Uh, I am a working actor, luckily, a middle-class actor, a character actor, and... Uh, and I try to do that as best I can and people acknowledge that uh, they also know that there's a human being besides the actor and that that human being has opinions and 
and uh, does certain things to forward the causes he believes in, and a lot of people believe in the same things, and uh, and uh, and they acknowledge me for that. And that was actually one of the questions I had. Uh, over the years, you've been a vocal advocate, standing up and speaking out for your personal causes and beliefs, and, and rightfully so. What are your current passions? Oh, they're always the same. Yeah. Um, I, I, I loathe injustice, um, I, uh, cruelty, um, mindless and, and ignorant policies uh, that affect people's lives, uh, uh, unconsciousness uh, in what our responsibilities are as human beings on this planet. Um, so my animal work is really, uh, I know, uh, it's, it's, I don't, I'm not a, a vegan for health reasons. I do it because I don't believe we'll have a planet if we continue to do this. Uh, aside from the cruelty uh, that the system, it, it's both things. It's inordinately cruel to the animals and the planet will not survive. Just in the same way as I believe our uh, market, global market system, is not only injurious to the planet, but it, that it in and itself creates the violence uh, that we see everywhere. Uh, I don't care why America says it's going into Libya and what its intentions are. Ultimately, when it boils down to it, it has something to do with wealth, oil, control. Uh, and uh, it's killing us, and it's killing this planet. And, um, um, you know, I've always uh, believed I'm trying to be as close to the front as possible. Excellent. And uh, just to change topics a little bit, but to bring us back to why you're here, you're here, uh, you star in two films at this year's Stars Denver Film Festival. Yeah. Uh, one is A Year in Mooring. Yeah. What can you tell us about that film and your part in it? Uh, the film is an independent film uh, uh, done in 19 days, directed by a friend of mine, Chris Ayer, who's a wonderful director, uh, Native American director. Uh, it's a story of a man. Uh, whose um, unconsciousness and, uh, and the uh, mendacity of his life backfires and uh, causes a horrible tragedy from which he tries to recover by isolating himself on a boat and reconstructing his life along with rehabilitating the boat uh, and getting himself prepared for the rest of the journey of his life. Uh, so that it can be uh, more more conscious than it was when he when he uh, started. Uh, it's a beautifully shot film. Um, it's a, a kind of unique way of storytelling. Uh, there's a lot of silence. Uh, they leave a lot up to the audience uh, to fill in. Uh, it has a very um, measured pace. Uh, it takes patience. It allows the audience to create a lot of the, the narrative for themselves. Um, and it's a very sweet piece of work. And uh, your, the second film is The Artist, yeah. uh, which is a silent film. Did you have to alter your acting approach at all going into a silent film? Or? No, because I, I don't play a, a silent character. It's a silent film. You know, sure. They, they, when we see silent films, we say, oh, that's silent acting, but to them it was just acting, uh, as opposed to being. 
we've gotten supposedly closer to being now, although if you think anybody in Transformers, if that reminds anybody of the way we are in real life, I think they're nuts. Uh, and even in the best film, I just saw a film last night, you know, about uh, Wall Street. And I don't know, there's something about it that just doesn't ring true to me about what happens and how people behave. I think it's the way we want them to behave. Uh, so, um, uh, no, I, I mean, was the question, did I change my... Yeah, did you, uh, did you have to alter your acting no, approach? I just, uh, I just could not rely on the sound of my own voice as a measure of way to pitch my performance. Um, and I had to be very uh, clear about my intentions, very specific, and... The only thing about the silent film, I which someone else has asked me this and I forgot about it, the film is not cynical and it has no irony. So you have to keep the irony and the cynicism out. You have to be absolutely, there's a, there was an innocence. Yeah. Uh, there's innocence today. We just don't photograph it very often. And uh, early in your career, you uh, centered around theater, or you, and, and uh, you did return to the theater in 2007 uh, after almost 30 years' absence uh, for a long day's journey in tonight. Well, I had been uh, to the theater before that. I did the uh, American premiere of The Invention of Love by Tom Stoppard okay. at ACT. Uh, and do you have plans to return uh, to the theater, uh, perhaps on Broadway, anytime in the future? Uh, well, I was to be on Broadway in a production that you can't take it with you. Uh, we're still, uh, we're, I'm still hoping that that happens. Uh, I am, my goal now is I'm doing a production of King Lear yeah. uh, in uh, Canada, in Ontario, and then taking it to L.A. And if we do well enough with it, hopefully take it to New York. And my dream is to take uh, an American production of a Shakespeare play to England uh, to show them how we do it. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. Um, we know you for your roles, both in acting and in activism, but what defines you to you? Oh. What defines me to me? Uh, you know, there's uh, know thyself. It's Greek and Shakespearean. Uh, it's a long process of uh, allowing yourself to admit uh, that you have uh, flaws and limitations and to be loving and forgiving towards yourself as you would be, hopefully, towards another person. Uh, to see yourself uh, not as something trapped inside this body but that everything that I see the, the me that I am is out here it's all out here to get out of judgment uh, recrimination fear and get into the love and acceptance uh, and uh, and the more often I'm capable of doing that, the more often I, I see a Jamie Cromwell that I, um, I think is okay. Thank you so much for your time. It was an honor to meet you. Thank you. Thank you. 
I hope you enjoyed my interview with James Cromwell. It was great to have the chance to sit down with him, and my thanks again to him and to the Stars Denver Film Festival for setting it up for me. A great guy and a great festival run by amazing people. Until next time, this is Rick saying goodbye forever.